Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday, March 4th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my buddy here, uh, Brandon Piper, to uh, discuss a bunch of stuff in MMA, man. There's some cuts. There's a big card this weekend. A lot of other things going on. Marcel might join us. He just he just messaged me on Twitter, so I'm, I'm hoping he jumps in, too. It'd be, it'd be cool to have all three of us going. I'd like to get his thoughts on uh, Overeem and JDS, so let's wait a couple minutes for Marcel. Um, you yeah, him? hopefully he joins He's got some good insight, that Marcel. Absolutely. Let's get this comment from Kevin. Maury Adam, everything to impact, 10 prelims, some sort of record. Can't remember pay-per-view, six early prelims. Yeah, it's crazy. So I believe it does start at six from what I saw, which is nuts. Because I thought it would start at like three or four o'clock, but it is a pay-per-view starts at 10 p.m. for the pay-per-view. But yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big card, man. And I know you're excited about this card. I, we'll get into it. You know, Marcel's going to come in 10 minutes. So I'm going to wait uh, for Marcel to talk about the uh, the JDS news because I know he has, he has some things to say about that. Okay. So let's talk about the card a little bit then. In the meantime, yeah. uh, Brandon, two fifty nine. I talked about it with Cole on, on Tuesday. I didn't. Really, I haven't really heard your thoughts on this card, but we can go through some fights with, with together here. Let's start with the main event. What are your like? What do you? What's your lean in this fight? Because to be honest with you, man, I actually like Blahovitz, and I know it's crazy, but I like him here as a dog. The more yeah. I watch him, and he's like well rounded guy, man. And you know, people just really sleep on him. Like he's got more submissions than knockouts, so he's got multiple ways to win this fight. And I did pick him, but uh, what's your thoughts on this one? You picked him officially? Yeah, already? I did. Yeah, I'm picking both of it. Yeah. I'll You're not even going to wait for the weigh-ins? I mean, I'm going to wait for the weigh-ins, but yeah. right now my pick is Blahovic. That's my lean in the fight. That's that's my read in this fight. I could be wrong, have, but... Uh, I'll be honest. I have Israel, honestly. Right. But Jan has a chance. Like He's got that knockout, legendary Polish power, right? You can't underestimate that. It's yep. a smaller cage. He's going to have the weight advantage. I, I listened to an interview with uh, Ariel and... Um, Israel and apparently he might weigh in 193. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna weigh 193. Yeah, I don't and know. John's gonna be at 220. So I mean that and at the cage, so that's a huge advantage, man. That's another thing I like about him. This fight. Go yeah. ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like what, 25 pound, 30 pound weight advantage. So if he can grab a hold of him, take him down, make it a dirty fight, which Israel's not used to. Remember Marvin Vittori made it a dirty fight, and what was it? A split? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I got to go Israel still. The odds aren't crazy. He's only a minus two. You can get him at minus 220. Like, it's not like he's minus 500 here. Right. I think if Jan was a bigger underdog, I would sprinkle some action. I'm still going to hedge him by um, inside the distance, I think, is plus 300. So you get three to one. Uh, you you uh, parlay Israel with Amanda. It's almost, it's minus 150, minus 160, yeah. depending on the sports book you use. So, yeah. Yeah, I like Israel, but hedge bet yawn. It's tough, man. I picked it, dude. I've made lots of money in Israel. I picked him in every fight. I'm nine and zero in picking his fights, and I think yeah. Blaovitz. I'm probably zero and fifteen picking his fights. Like, I stuck <laughs> it picking his fights, but when this fight was announced, I was it was scratching my head. I'm like, this is a weird fight, and the more I looked into Blahovitz's fights, like he's very imp- and the power is so different. I think. Mm-hmm. I like Anyways, you're right. I haven't made my official pick yet. I'm waiting, but. Right now, I'm like I haven't made a bet yet either. I'm waiting for the wins. I'm gonna watch tape all day today. I haven't watched mm-hmm. tape. I've just done uh, my research. Yeah. I've watched interviews, and um, yeah, the tape's gonna say a lot. But I remember Jan just being a lot like really stationary in his fights. Right you now, he doesn't move too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, but here's the thing: like we have weight classes for a reason. You know, when the skill is similar, like the weight definitely comes into play. I just don't think Blovitz is as out outgunned on the feet as people think. I don't think the gap is as big as people think. I really exactly. don't. I um, agree with you, Adam. He, you know, did, he did compete in kickboxing at heavyweight. 
It's not like we have an athlete coming up for the first time. Right. We have an athlete competing. Doesn't he have 75? Kick, 75 and 5 kickboxing. 5 and 0 in boxing. Right. 20 and 0 MMA record. Right. And you know what? The one thing Israel keeps saying is like, he's like, I don't get hit. That's what he keeps saying. I'm not going to get touched in this fight. Well, that's not true. I mean, if you look at <laughs> Go look at the stats, guys. Like, he's been tagged up a lot in his fights. The Kelvin Gastelum fight, he got uh, hit a lot. I'm not saying rock, but he got tagged up. Like, he landed a lot. It was a five-round fight. Um, Anderson landed a little bit on Robert Whitaker actually landed some good shots on him, too. So, he got hit more than I thought when I looked back at the tape. Listen, yeah. I, when I was watching his fights live all these years, like, I had money on him. So, I was just watching when he was doing good. I wasn't really watching when he was doing not so good. And now I'm seeing it a little bit more because I do see a, some pass to victory. Yeah, listen, it's... I just think it's – I really think – I truly believe this is a pick em fight. That's why I do side with the plus 200 because I yep, think it's exactly. a coin flip. I truly believe that. If um, you straight bet Jan and he wins, I'm plugging that all day. I'm going to go – that's Adam what I'm saying Martin too. You know, Brandon, like you got to be bold too, man. It's not it, – you know, you can't just pick the favorite every card. And like, no, no. We, I, and, you know, Curtis Blades lost a few weeks ago. Um, there was a couple other guys that were favorite. Uh, Dustin Poirier won as an underdog too. Like yep. everyone's counting these guys out and they go in there and win. So, you know – I know there's a lot of hype on Izzy. I love the guy. He's a great fighter. I I don't think he's unbeatable, you know? Anyways, Definitely. again, I'm waiting for the weigh-in. I do want to see yeah. the size on the scale. But if like you I said, had to um, guess, yeah. what would you guess his weight would be, like 195, 196? He says 193. I don't necessarily believe him either. I kind of feel like he's screwing with us. But, you know, mm. Machina used to weigh around, like, 200, 201. I think that's kind of what he'll be at. Like, Dan Henderson, I think, weighed around that sometimes, too. So, Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, Close to 200, I think. Yeah, I, we'll see, man. I mean, listen, the weigh-in's going to tell us something, but the tape that I watched, they're both great. They're both great. I just think Jan is so overlooked. I've been overlooking for years, bro. I'm not going to do it anymore. Me too, man. I know. Yeah. I'm not doing – dude, here's another stat, and I don't know if you saw I tweeted this the other day. He's been an underdog 12 times in the UFC, yep. and he's won eight fights as an underdog. He's an underdog again. That's crazy. That's a 75%. That means like, – Actually, he's been an underdog in, I think, nine of his last ten fights. The Polish only fight... fighters are good. Like, mm-hmm. they are fucking good. He's been an underdog in nine of his last ten fights. The only fight he wasn't was against Jockery. Jockery and mm-hmm. I Actually, I had Jockery as a dog, and that was a close fight. But that's Jockery? the kind of game plan I think he can use, man. Push yeah. him against the fence, make it a dirty, gritty fight. Like, And Jockery is a middleweight coming up. I get it. Jockery is an older sport. I understand that. But, yeah. You know, but I just think some guys are late bloomers in this sport. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy's a bit of a late bloomer. Here's another thing, um, Kevin Scott saying main event favorites four and three. Magni, I think he meant Holloway there. Um, Connor and Magni. Who did wait? Oh yeah, Magni. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Four and three. Yeah, exactly. And dogs are hitting at a forty percent rate this year. So yeah, like, dogs I see are hitting main at- event fights. I'll be yeah. honest. My um, my percentage on main event fights aren't aren't the greatest. <laughs> it's tough right now. It's just because it could go either way. It's just you're in the start. Like it's. It's the biggest fight of the night. Like you have so many eyes on you, anything can happen. You've been betting on the sport for a while. Like, don't you think it's been the variance has been more this year though so far? Like the first two months. Like if you look, forty uh, percent like of dogs are not going to win long term. Like that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I've been oh. trying to find the dogs, and yeah, I, I don't think it's going to last either. Neither. I think that's weird. Right. Uh, what do you think? I don't. I don't mean to change subjects, but this is a really interesting card that I could even think could headline a UFC fight night. Sean Brady versus Jake Matthews as a five. Like, like I could have seen that as a five-round main event, to be honest. I think that would have been a great five-round main event. Brady had this fight in CFFC where he went fourth, the fourth round, and he looked great. He looked like fresh in the fourth. Was that with one. Andrew? Uh, can't remember the guy's name, but he finished him in the fourth. He looked great. Anyways, Brady, dude, I like Brady here. Yeah. And 
I really like it. I mean, listen, I think that uh, Jake is a really good fighter too. And, you know, going back and watching his footage, it's like he's really been underlooked. Marcel's coming. I'll get you in one sec, Marcel, one sec. He's been underlooked in his career. But I like Brady here. And one of the props I was looking at was Brady by submission because Matthews has been tapped a few times. I think it's possible, man. We saw it against Christian Aguilera. So any thoughts on this fight before I get Marcel in here? Any last thoughts? Um, yeah, yeah. I just, um, yeah, I think this is a fight under the radar for sure. Um, Jake Matthews has been around since the ultimate fighter days, like six, seven years ago. He was in Canada, actually. I don't know if you remember that season, Canada versus Australia. That was awesome. I do. Oop. And, um, yeah, oh, and shoot. I think Sean Brady's legit. He's legit, Marcel, man. Marcel's got booted out. Let me put him back in. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I like Sean Brady too. I don't like the odds though. Minus 200. It's just hard to lay. I really like but him in this fight. Him. I really like him here, but you're right. It is hardly. I'm just I'm I'm looking at someone to parlay him with. You know, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm maybe, hoping it drops to minus two, like minus one ninety. I'll take. Right. I would. I'm thinking about maybe Islam in him because I I think Islam has a really good shot in that fight. I don't want to play and him straight. So by knockout. Pardon? Hedge bet Drew Dober by knockout. I don't even see that happening. You know, I it's that's the only way he would win. I Adrian, just Adriano Martins, I think, did it. He did. Yeah. I saw the fight again. He's, yeah. a, he's also a southpaw, which was interesting. Let's get this call yeah. next. Where, where's Marcel? There he is. All right. Hey, Marcel. Hey, Marcel. Hi, man. Sorry, I had to blow my nose. So, that's okay. Uh, I was like, I thought I kicked you. Sorry. I'm trying to figure out uh, how to get us. There we go. I think that's good right there. That works. Or that's better. There we go. Oh, buddy. Okay, so let me get this comment from. Let's go back to the last fight here. Jan's fight IQ will make the difference in the fight, says Marcus. If Jan strikes the Israel Blades and Lewis did against Lewis, he'll lose. If Jan makes a grappling match with his weight, he might win. Yeah, you know, Marcel, we're talking about this fight. Brandon really likes Adesanya. I'm kind of the other way. I think it's a close fight that Jan could win. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, I think um, Adesanya is too quick, uh, goes in and out, uh, knows how to how to play the game, you know, and uh, I think uh, he's just too quick for, for Blahovic. Doesn't mean that Blahovic can't tag him and can knock him out. There's definitely a possibility there, of course. But uh, if I have to go with my gut feeling, I think Adesanya uh, stays on the outside, uh, lands enough punches and uh, makes it more of a technical fight and uh, maybe finishes him in the fourth or fifth round. Jeez, I just you. don't think Jan's going to give up his belt as easily as so many of you guys think. I really don't think so. I mean, this guy's worked his whole career for this. Like, he's so motivated now. He just had his first child. He's so motivated. He could get knocked out, especially with the counterpunch, especially if he's dumb like he was against Santos and rushes in. That's how I think he get knocked out. But I just don't think he's going to stand there for five rounds and lose, like, uh, just stare at him like Romero did. Like, I really think he's going to make this a tough fight, man. I could definitely see Adesanya winning. I just think it's a coin flip, guys. So that's my read. But again, I'm going to wait for the – I want to see the wins. I really do for this fight, for sure. Now, um, Marcel, now that you're here, I want to get your thoughts on something because I know you have yeah. some some thoughts. Last night we had two UFC fighters, two uh, the best guys ever, uh, get released from the promotion, uh, JDS and Overeem. Pretty sad news, but, you know, understandable in a way because they are getting older and getting knocked out. But here's my thing. I don't believe it's a performance issue as far as over concerned. It's money, guys. They make a lot of money. That's why they're getting rid of them. It's not because of their fights. Everyone's like, oh, they're trying to protect them from getting knocked out so they don't get hurt. Come on. That's not what it is. They don't want to pay over him $200,000. They'd rather pay uh, Chris Dock his $20,000 fight instead. They would. I really think so. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Marcel. Yeah, Marcel, what are you? Uh, for sure, man. I agree with you there. I mean, it's pretty obvious, you know. The thing is um, that they want to uh, get a younger roster in the heavyweight division. I, I don't really mind, man. The really thing that bothers me here is that JDS is a former champion. 
uh, a legend, we can say, in the sport right now. And over him is a legend as well. He was already uh, pretty big before he signed with the UFC. And the UFC, um, UFC run did even more for him, I think. So the, re- the thing that really bothers me is that most media had to find out due to the rankings on TSN that they were yep. uh, released, you know. And after that, the media tried to... Uh, to 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 get more knowledge about it, that then JDS posted on his Instagram about it, and later MMA Junkie posted that uh, Overeem Overeem side confirmed as well that he was cut from the UFC or let go from the UFC. So the thing that really bothers me here is that, for example, remember when Bellator, when uh, Rory McDonald went away from Bellator, went to PFL. I remember Scott Coker, and I'm I'm critical of Scott Coker as well. But Scott Coker went to Twitter, and he's like, "Thank you so much for everything you do did for the company, and we wish you all." the best at pfl and that's something i miss from the ufc you know i mean those two guys uh, did great are legends in my opinion and at least cut the promo and if you don't want to cut the promo at least go to twitter or go to instagram and say thank you guys for what you did for the ufc we wish you all the best in the fur- in your further career whatever you're going to do and thank you so much for for being uh, for being great fighters for us the last 10 12 years you know yep. and that's something i miss from the ufc a, a lot i mean that's all that's all they had to do idea uh, post about, about them that would have been great i think i agree what do you think brandon about their uh, their releases do you think it's performance or you think it's you think i'm right you think it's more like money uh, related yeah it's probably more money related because alistair overeem has been winning like his fights he just beat charzino he beat uh augusto sakai he's um He's Walt like, Harris, he just be Walt Harris. Yep. Yeah, he's three and two in his last five. So yeah, it's definitely money related. I think Dana White definitely should have um, addressed this himself. Maybe put a video out saying these two are legends. I can see Junior as a like a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah. why it was actually uh, announced like this. Let me put my tweet up from yesterday because uh, and Mark, so I just I just tagged you in the tweet if you don't mind retweeting that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Um, let me pull this tweet up that I made yesterday. Here we go. Found it. Junior Dos Santos yeah. beat Stipe Miocic, Kane Velasquez, Fabrice Overdoom, Derek Lewis, Mark Hunt, Frank Mir, Shane Carwin, Stephen Screw, Ben Rothel, a bunch of others. And I think, dude, I mean, that's one of the best careers you could ever yeah. think of. Like, incredible. I saw a stat from Aaron Bronstetter in the past 10 years. Junior Dos Santos has been part of title. Heavyweight fights, 35% of the time. 35%. That's crazy. In 10 years. Yeah, he's an absolute beast. And a legend, and I think he's a Hall of Famer. I know you guys do too. Let me get Marcel's, yeah. or, uh, Marcus's it, comments. Go ahead. I didn't what want to see Alistair versus um, Derek Lewis. I just wanted to say that. I yeah, didn't no, want sorry, about, about Lewis. Um, yeah, sorry, about over him. Mean, um, yeah, we didn't really talk about him. It's I like For JDS, I can more understand because he has been KO'd four times, but – you know, at the same time, like they kept around guys like Arlovsky when he was getting knocked every fight, and now he's still fighting against yeah. kind of lower ranked guys. Like J- JDS was losing to guys like Cyril Gone, and he just beat Derek Lewis two years ago. It wasn't that long ago he KO'd Lewis? So to me, yeah. I think you know, yeah, he's declined, but you could have kept him, although he has been KO'd late, more lately. But over him, and I know the Volkov fight did not go his way, but you're right, Brian. He had won four or five, and he almost beat Yarzino. So I'm not convinced he's completely washed up. No, he beat, yeah, he beat Joyce Eagle. Yeah. yeah. Well, he got knocked out in four seconds left. He lost. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I remember that because I had Jorginho. I had a bet on him. And I bet on Jorginho, guys, and I remember – Dan Mergliotta shouldn't have stopped that fight. I don't care what anybody says. Even John McCarthy has my back on that, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Anyway, my buddy uh, Tom Taylor over at BJ Penn, he talked to 
Saka Karaba over at Ryzen, and they said they're interested in Overeem. So I'm thinking maybe they could do that Overeem Fedor fight, maybe a retirement fight for both guys. That'd be a great fight, man. Mm -hmm. I would love to watch that fight. What do you think, Marcel? You think it's going to happen? Yeah, likely, but I want to say that fight purely got stopped from over in Rosenstruck because he saw that cut yes. and the lip. That's why he stopped it because what we two seconds to go, so it could have it could have been going on. But um, yeah, it's 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 possible that that he will sign with Rise, and you know, you know, Overeem is popular in Japan. He's been popular for years in Japan, so uh, yeah, why not? You know, I mean. Would make sense, but I also also get. Do you remember a few? It's maybe not that big, but a few months ago, the UFC cut Juicy Formiga, you know, and Formiga was also pretty much a staple at flyweight, but he never made it to to the title fight. But he was knocking, uh, knocking off, not knocking out, but knocking off uh, future contenders, you know, who couldn't get past him. And uh, maybe they feel the same with Overeem, you know, when they want to build up more heavyweight prospects, and uh, that they, they he possibly can can beat them. Remember what he did to Pavlovich, right? Maybe, so, bro. But I'm going to tell you the real reason they're doing this, okay? I'm yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with you there. By the I'm way, gonna I'm going to show you the real reason, okay? Because yeah. they can pay these two guys ten thousand and ten thousand to fight instead. <laughs> they can pay yeah. these two guys right here. I'm telling you, Marcel, it's, it's not performance related. It is not. I'm I'll not trying to make fun of these guys. They're they're in the UFC. That's why they'd rather have these guys. Carlos Felipe, they they just signed oh, a new buddy. contract. How much is he making? Twenty and twenty, maybe Marcel. I mean, maybe yeah. if he's lucky. So it just renewed his contract. Yeah, exactly. He's probably Felipe making... is probably making the same as Jake now. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Tyler Warner cutting JDS and over and keeping Olenek and Arlovsky's confusing. Yeah, how is Olenek still around? Like, I mean, they're gonna have to probably cut him too. But he doesn't make as much money, I don't think either. So, like JDS and and uh, Overeem were. How much over you make, uh, Marshall? Like five hundred thousand, maybe? Like half yeah, a five, five, five to five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, uh, and that was show money. Yes, exactly. It was guaranteed money, and JDS was making probably what, like two hundred, three hundred, maybe show. I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe one hundred and fifty, two hundred. Like they're making good money. They deserve it, and they deserve it. They should make that. I just think the UFC is looking at, at they're looking at their balance sheet, and they're like, well, these guys are losing, and they're making this much money. We can bring in uh, Chris Dawkins and pay him ten and ten. Or bringing a kid from the contender series and paying 10 10. That's what I think is happening. I do think it is performance related as well, but not as much, especially with Overeem. I just think it's it's money related. And anyways, I hope they can make a fight with a favorite. But let's get the let's get these comments from Marcus. He's talking about Jan again. Jan's fight IQ will make the difference in this fight. Or sorry, he said this one. Now the smaller cage will make it easier for Jan to close the distance. I like Israel, but dog money and Jan is tempting. I mean, I'm I'm very tempted myself right now. Um, let's talk about some other things here. Uh, obviously the card. You know, we got it this weekend, guys. But, uh, you know, I, I did break it down with Cole um, in totality. So I don't really want to go over too much of it yet. But, you know, maybe is there, like, one fight that each – like, you already said Brady, I guess, uh, uh, Brandon. So yeah. he, he mentioned the Brady and Matthews fight, Marcel. I like Brady in that fight. He does too. I'm thinking Brady maybe subs Matthews. What, are your, what were your thoughts on that one? And then give me your thoughts on that and then tell me a fight you're looking forward to this card as well. I mean, who doesn't like Brady in this fight? This fight, the, the uh, only the family of Matthews and his teammates probably like him in this fight. I mean, uh, I like Matthews is a good dude. Don't get me wrong, but Brady, man, dude has so much potential. I really like him. Um, super tough guy. Um, Eddie Alvarez protege, right? So um, yeah, man, I, I'm really high on Brady. Plus. Uh, this has nothing to do with his fighting style, but I love his back tattoo. I think it's awesome. Uh, I know that some people don't think so, but I think. Okay, give me um, a fight now. Yeah. Give me, give me one fight. Uh, sorry. Fight. Yeah, uh, my favorite fight on the card is the fight I'm looking most forward to. The fight, um, the sleeper fight. 
the sleeper fight of the night. Ah, man, Kyla Phillips against Song Yedong, man. I think that's an amazing fight. Man. And uh, I think, yeah. I, and I'm 100% on Kyla Phillips on that fight, man. I think many people are on Song Yedong, but I'm going with Phillips in that one. What do you like in that one, Brandon? I didn't get, I didn't really uh, like yeah, it. I originally picked Kyler Phillips, but after doing uh, further research, I think Song um, can pick up a decision win here. Uh, if you parlay, I mean, if you bet Kyler straight, it's like plus 125, plus 130. Hedge bet Song by decision prop, it's plus 200. So either way, you're making money. It's a close fight. I kind of lean towards Phillips too, actually, uh, Marcel. I just think he's way more dynamic and striking. <laughs> It's almost disrespectful to only choose one fight on this card. Which is I know. Give me another one. Yeah, you guys, give, give me one more each, guys. Give me one more sleeper fight. And I, I, I got to go say, I'm, I'm just I, – I can't believe there's still 15 fights on this card. I thought for I sure there would be one dropping out by now. Still, it's still two days, right? We still got 48 yeah. hours, but my mind is blown that there's still 15 scheduled fights on this card, which is two UFCs in a way because sometimes they only do like eight fight cards. There has been an eight fight card, not usually, but like this is like two UFCs and two. It could be two UFC fight nights in one, to be honest. Yeah, like it's insane. It's good. Yeah. I, I'm really excited. So the other fight I would say is ah, it's so tough to choose. Oh, honestly, out of the three title fights, I'm most excited for Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. That's the fight of the night, in my opinion. Out of all fifteen, that's the fight of the night. That's your pick for fight, and that's a great question, actually, for fight of the. Okay, and who do you like in that fight? Uh, Peter Yawn, but Aljamain's tricky, man, and he's been talking a big game, so what, don't What do you think of that one, Marcel? Who do you like there? I have uh, Peter Yawn uh, via mm. TKO in the That's what I'm saying. It's hard to know how he's going to win. It's going to be decision or TKO. I can see both happening. I kind of lean towards Yawn. Sterling's amazing, though. You know, watching him, the improvements he's made in the feet, very, very good to see. But uh, I just think the power of Yan is such a big difference. Like, it changes all of his fights, the fight ending power. Uh, mm -hmm. Daniel says it's the closest title. Are crazy on him. Yeah, Tyler says we're gonna have four fights canceled tomorrow. Man, they better not be. <laughs> he also, uh, sorry, this is from before. Gonna knocked on some wood there. Daniel was saying uh, UFC free up seven figures with these cuts. Yeah, and save some brain cells. Yeah, I think it's more about the money, but the second part for sure. Let Babel fan babble on about the second card. Yeah, I mean, like I'd love to get Marcel's thoughts. I do want to get his thoughts on the card. There's some other things I do want to talk about too, but uh, we could talk about some more fights for sure. So my my fight of the night. Um, man, it's, it's tough. I, uh, I could see a lot of fights being fight of the night in this one, guys. I mean, it's, it's insane. I'll tell you one sleeper fight, Mario Batista versus Trevin Jones. I love this fight. Yeah. It's a great fight. It's a fight I actually studied quite a bit leading up to this. I like both guys a lot, man. They're both very good. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually looking at Jones as a dog as well. Plus 200 right now. He's a guy I actually really like here. Um, he had this amazing fight with Timur Valley. I watched the fight again, Marcel. Okay. So watch it again. Yeah. He could have, the fight could have been called off, but the way he actually did stay in the fight and did defend it. I was watching with my fiance. I was asking her, what do you think? You think the fight should be stopped? She's like, he's defending. He's doing okay. And he came back. He had a takedown at the end of the round. The second round came in, knocked out Valley with a straight right. I think this guy's really good in being overlooked. Everyone's talking about how, you know, he's got this bad record on tape. I went one sec myself. He's got a shitty record. But, guys, he's a different fighter now. He's training with Robert Drysdale in Vegas now. I think he's a guy that's being overlooked, although Batista is very good. Go ahead, Marcel. I have to stop you here, Adam, because you say um, he knocked him out. I think when Valiev fight got stopped by the referee, by the great Chris Rione, um, he got um, he tried to get up, and people were like, he's trying to take down the ref. No, he was trying to take down Trevor Jones, in my opinion, you know, and the ref came in between, you know. So 
even the stoppage was weird to me. He was definitely tagged 100%. He wasn't uh, really 100% uh, uh, clear anymore in the head uh, where how he looked. But I think it was a weird stoppage. And definitely was a weird stoppage because he could have stopped the fight before in the first round. But I said way too much already about this. But, um, you know, you know what the weird thing is, man? The only fight I really don't care, really don't really care about on this card is the co-main event, to be honest. That's the most uninteresting fight in the card, probably. Yeah. I see it as, uh, and we've got some guys commenting, Kevin Singh, I hope Nunes gets her work done to the cards in the last 10 hours. <laughs> Hopefully Nunes doesn't play with the food. I think, uh, guys, I'm thinking she gets it done probably early. But I think it's going to be more like the Felicia Spencer fight where she used, looks to use her grappling. Um, but to me, that fight, like, that fight's not that interesting. Megan Anderson's a good fighter compared to most other mm. featherweights, but this is she's fighting the best fighter in at women's history, MMA, women's MMA history. So I, I, I think uh, you know the under set at one and a half. Brandon, what's your thoughts on the under? The unders plus money. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I just want to say about the Trevin Jones versus um, sure. uh, the uh, Trevin Jones. Mario Batista. Uh, who did he fight in his debut? Timur Valiev. Uh, Timur Valiev. Yeah, it's double standards, right? Like. He shouldn't have stopped that in the second round. If you're not going to stop it in the first, you can't stop it in the second round like that. And I see that as a win. I don't care that it got turned into a no contest because of the marijuana. In my opinion, that's more impressive. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a win in my opinion, and that's a huge win by Trevin Jones. And I agree. Plus 200 is is definitely worth a stab. But Mario Batista's training with, like, Casey Kenny on this card, Kyler right. Phillips. He's like he's, he's legit, man, and he he gave Corey Sanhagen a run for his money, and he came in short notice. So yeah, he's also coming in short notice on this fight too, and no one's bringing that up. He's coming in on a two weeks notice, like this. Yeah, other he's guy's coming had, in short notice. I know, and no one's really talking Randy about Costa. that. Jones has had three months to train for this fight. He's in the best shape of his life. We'll see. My read is Jones. That's my read in this fight. Yeah, we'll see, I've already bet Jones, but oh, you like the Watch a lot Ooh. of tape today. There we go. Yeah, I watched some of his fights in um, I think it's called PXC. It's a Guam promotion, buddy. <laughs> He, he lost it. a lot of. He lost like five. I think. I think he's lost five split decisions, and they were like really close fights. So I'm not gonna watch it. No, yeah. no, um, Trevin Jones. Yeah, Trevin it. Jones. Yeah, like three split decisions. Tyler says Megan get it Anderson. done. Megan Anderson's gonna get it done, huh? What do you think about the under though? Plus well, money. The under, I think uh, over. I'd take the over one and a half. Really? Megan has a avenue to at least, like, like at least survive. Like you can say, mm-hmm. I won a round against Amanda. Like. You can say I, I lasted two rounds or three rounds. Like I, I don't think she's gonna go out there and get steamrolled I right away. Gonna, I think she gets steamrolled, Marcel. What do you think? Right away? Yeah, I think so. In the first round. Uh, yeah, I have also I think, first round knockout. I think a newness, I don't think she knocks her out. I think she takes her down, guys. We'll see. Though. I think he knocks her out, man. Stay on the theme, just KOs her, right? No, no, no just, just no. She tags her and she goes down to the ground and then she finishes with ground. Yeah. Yeah. I can see her like victory. She can win. You know, listen. I don't want. I don't want to talk smack about Megan because you know she's she's made it here, man, and she's overcome a lot. But I could see her like turtling up and just like the Donald Cerrone Connor fight where she gets hit once and just doesn't want to be in the fight anymore. This is a this is a terrible matchup for her, bro. Um, her only way to win is to really land like a head kick. I think like uh, like, but she's done that a few times in Invicta, uh, and she had that the she can. Kick uh, Nunez in her eye and try to cut her. Yeah, eye. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, against uh, Tigano. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way. Like a fluke type of. You're like I watched that fight again, and she kind of like, that I'm, I'm yeah. gonna keep going. I don't care, even yeah, if she was, got kicked in the eye. For sure. Okay, so my I didn't even give my sleeper fight of the night because uh, I was going through. Actually, no, I did. Oh, you said <laughs> uh, I did. Kevin but there's so many fights. There's two. Okay, okay. How about this one? Um, how about this fight, guys? We gotta talk about this one. 
Casey Kenny and Dominic Cruz. I want to get your thoughts on this fight, card, uh, this fight, guys. This fight's interesting to me because Casey Kenny's looked amazing lately, but he's fighting like okay, he fought Nathaniel Wood. That's a great win. But the highly Altan guy is not good at all. So that, I don't know what you can take away from that. And you know what? Like he's been taking down a lot of his fights. Like Ray Borg and and um, Marab took him down twelve times. Ray Borg took him down seven times. Uh, Manny Bermudez took him down three times. He's won a lot of these fights, but he gets taken down a lot. You know, if Cruz wants to play that game of just moving around and cat and mouse, I think he'll he'll get destroyed in this fight because the calf kick's going to be a big, uh, I think, key for Kenny. But if Cruz is smart and fights smart and uses his wrestling, that's how he would win this fight, in my opinion. So not sure you guys are thinking. I'll get your thoughts, Marcel. What do you think of this fight? I think it's going to be a good fight, though, either way. What do you think, though? Yeah, I mean, I've been going back and forth on this fight, man. I think uh, <laughs> it's difficult. Uh, I mean... Uh, Cruz uh, didn't want Keith Peterson as the referee. He doesn't get him probably, so good for him, you know. <laughs> um, now I, I, I'm on I'm on Casey Kenny in this one, man. I think uh, Casey Kenny is uh, is good enough to uh, to to not play the game what Cruz always wants to play, and uh, I think he can uh, he he can he can get a decision here. I don't see him finishing Cruz. I think Cruz is too tough for that to get finished by by Kenny, and Kenny is not. Uh, that far in his career yet to me that that he can finish a guy like Dominic Cruz, but um, I have Kenny via decision. I think uh, that that's what I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards actually as well. What are you thinking, Brandon? Yeah, I also have Casey Kenny, but um, yeah, it's just because Dominic Cruz has been so inactive. I noticed his past three fights, two of them in 2016 and one of them in 2020. Like that's just not enough ring time in my opinion. You know the the prop on Kenny by decisions plus one eighty. Uh, that's not bad value. What, I don't think. What's knockout prop? You think he knocks? Maybe he could. Because you know the thing is with this. I watched the Cejudo fight again. I don't want trash Dominic because he's amazing. He didn't look. He looked. He looked like a guy that's kind of washed up now a little bit in that mm -hmm. fight. And you know he's fighting Cejudo, so it's hard to really take away too much. But he just didn't look the same physically. Like I could, I watched this fight with like Faber from a few years ago, or even Mitsu Gaki from a, like even after that. And, he just looked physically like a like a, a an older guy. He's thirty five now. Yeah, he was, he was these, a guy that these, um, these smaller his, weight classes. Yeah, he made his career off of speed and and his wrestling ability. I don't know if he has it anymore, guys. So, anyways, by knockout, Casey Kenny by knockout is plus four seventy five. So I don't know. For me, yeah, I, I don't like by, it. By knockout plus four seventy five might be worth a little. Here, bit. Here's a good. Here's a really good comment. I agree completely with you, Daniel, because you said watching tape. Kenny's not bad style match with Cruz, and that's why it's making me think a little bit about this fight because Cruz works for the UFC. You don't think he told the matchmakers, I want this is the guy I want to fight? Like, you don't think he saw in the tape that he can be taken down really easily? He gets taken down really easily, guys. If Cruz wants to fight like that, he can win a fight. But I just have a feeling it's going to be a little bit harder for that to happen than a guy like Marab was able to or even Ray Borg. I think it's going to stay staying on the feet. But again, you know, if Cruz does pursue that takedown, that's how we win the fight. All right. Uh, take this question as well. Daniel I'll says, be right back, Adam. Go ahead. Daniel says, what Nunez, steamrolled, sub, or grounded pound? And then the, uh, Kevin says, "Will be the last fight wins 145 of the wing for Kayla Harrison." He also says, uh, "The screen from the top, the outcome of falling Nunes and, and Megan could win that way." <laughs> That's a good one. Um, the last women's fight 145. I think it's possible. What do you think? Ooh, sorry. The last women's fight at 145. Yeah, it's very possible. I said that as well, and I think. Uh, the UFC should uh, get rid of 145 and start 105. Yeah, you've said that many times on here, Marshall. I agree. Yeah, I mean, vision's terrible. But here's the thing, though. Like they just announced those fights with like uh, Felicia Spencer and Daniel Wolf. So yeah, what the hell? 
Yeah, it's a weird ass fight, right? It's a weird. What the hell? You so you're going from losing to Nunez, you're going to Danielle Wolf, who barely won our fight against Tanisha Tennant on the Contender Series. I mean, That's, it's it, there's no other featherweights. There really, there's no one else. Yeah, so they should start with the division, man. I mean, if you want to keep some featherweights, I'll keep them around, you know. But don't gonna add more featherweights just to have featherweights. Just doesn't make sense. Right. Right. Okay. Um, it's, it's actually honestly pissing me off, man, because you can't have a 105 division in the UFC, which would have been perfect. But no, you're going to, uh, it, it's like pulling a dead horse, man, 145. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. Uh, he's still, we're waiting for him. Um, did you see this thing with uh, Luke Rockhold, Bisping? You saw the makeup? Yeah, I, I thought that, that was fun. That was very funny, man, with the, with the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it, right? It was good. Um, so I guess they're be training together a little bit with Perillo at that gym, RVCA or whatever it's called. I, I'm assuming Bisping does a little bit of training still. Um, do you, I mean, you, honestly, yeah. I thought I thought Luke would still be pissed, man. So I, I, I'm actually surprised. But it's been it's, it's, uh, it's, been, to see. it's been five years since that fight. Yeah, happened. that's um, yes, but still, man. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I'm to, happy. Me, to me, that was one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. I never saw it coming. Luke Rockwell or Michael Bisping, Same. especially coming in on one week's notice or whatever it was like. Brandon, I had I had I had Luke in that fight by a quite big margin, and oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know if I bet on him because he was such a big fan. I thought I don't think I bet on that fight, but I picked him. I thought he would obviously beat Bisping, um, and yeah. he got KO'd. So I, it's cool that it's cool that they are working together now. I think that's nice. Man. Sure, you saw that, eh, Brandon? They're working together now a little bit. Luke and Mike. Yeah, dude, they had a hugging oh, session, bro. Yeah, they're doing. They, wow. have, a bro, they have a bromance. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> bromance. <laughs> like, Lauren, oh, Jorge and Mike had beef too, and now they're kind of bromancing. So. Yeah, I think it, Jorge's been on his uh, podcast. Dude, I, I love the fact that in this sport you can you can fight someone and beat them, and then you could be friends. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's great, right? Like uh, Rory McDonald's training with Robbie Lawler now. Like they train together at Sanford every yeah. day now. So I, I love it. Leaving there, my dog was just freaking out. Don't worry about it, man. Um, let's talk about actually let's talk about Rory. Let's talk about PFA. There's your cute little doggy. Hi, sweetie. Let's talk about Rory. <laughs> um, Rory's fighting David Michaud in uh, PFL. Marcel, really? Like this is the first round fight, I guess. You know what? He's got to get his feet wet. He hasn't fought. Michaud is a tough guy, but I I'm, I think McDonald wins this fight. He says he's fired up. He's ready to go, guys. I think he'll be a big favorite in this fight. Probably be like minus 300, I would assume, against Michaud. What do you think, Brandon? We'll start with you. With who? David Michaud and Rory McDonald. Uh, I will take Rory by decision. But David, <laughs> I don't know. He's good, man. Like He, yeah, he's okay. he uh, trains with a good camp. He's been in the game, like, what, 10-plus years? You can't count David Michaud out, but... Rory's found God. What do you think, Marcel? <laughs> what do you, you like this matchup for him to get a bounce back win? Rory McDonald, the guy's bulldog. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think I think Rory McDonald will probably win the fight, man. But uh, I would I would go with decision. By the way, PFL just announced that uh, that the six events will take place at the Ocean Casino Resort in right New Jersey. I'm gonna pull it up right now because Ariel's talking about it. Yeah, but there's yeah. something else that you guys want to see here because it's talking about a bubble. So Is any any um, audience or no? I want to read. No, dude, it's a Any bubble. Fans? Stay of the art bubble environment, bro. Bubble. That yeah. means there's no fans, bro. Oh, come on. <laughs> How would there be fans in a bubble? There's no way. No fans allowed. This is right UFC's here. talking about getting fans back. So. Yeah, and they'll have, they need like a rapid test, I think, to be done if that's going to happen. Well, I don't. Anyways, it's not like listen, guys. It's not like pe people go to PFL's events. Anyways, they usually have. <laughs> they don't sell tickets. It's more of a TV thing. I love hey, PFL, though. You, you know, there is a there is a bubble with one championship, but there are people there, and right. they are cutting the cards in three pieces, and they. Uh, 
for example, uh, one card from from one championship has been, or two card, three cards have been fought last week. The second card will be uh, broadcasted tomorrow, and the third card will be broadcasted in two weeks. I hate how they do that. Let me get some comments here, <laughs> guys. Anderson's biggest win is via total match. Forget that it's always possible here too, Megan. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Andrew Stoddard, how many fights? Hey, Andrew, what's going on? He says, how many fights does Eunice have left before she retires? Marcel thinks she's going to retire. Um, I think you said after this fight, or one more, right, Marcel? This one and one more, or yeah, maybe one more, but but not not very long anymore. I, think I just she will stay. you know if she retires, dude, the whole women's divisions are just in a shambles. Like, cause then you know the next best fire I guess would be Holly Holm. She'd probably be the champ again or something. Or Jermaine. It's just kind of boring. I, I want to manage to stay around. She's only thirty-two. Santos decision. Uh, which Santos? Tiago Santos? Which who? Which Santos is this guy? Talk, is Valerie talking about? Who are you talking about, uh, Valerie? What other Santos are on this card? Is there, am I forgetting someone? I think that's the only Santos. Yeah, yeah. So if he's saying by decision, what's the prop on that? If anything, he'll be rackage by decision. Santos will have to win by knockout. Plus seven ten by decision. Wow. Yeah, I could I could see that. I mean, it's possible. That's no, a man. that's a tough fight to call. That's a crazy fight, guys. Get this call from Marcus. If Israel wins. Do you think any chance we see Jones? No, I don't think so because dude, Jones is way too big now, guys. He's two hundred and fifty two pounds now. He's not going to get bound down to light heavyweight. If Israel I mean, wants to fight. What? It would legit piss me off, man. If if Jones now for goes to light heavyweight after he won't. He Bro, how are you gonna lose on muscle sense. now? He won't. It it this is a permanent thing, I think. Um, you know, unless he goes up to Edwin and gets just like KO'd by Francis or and he's like, shit, I should have did this, maybe. But I think he stays there and dominates probably. I think Jones will have a really good run at heavyweight personally. Dude, I've been on Jones every fight of his career too, Brandon. You know, he's just like <laughs> easy for me. I've been on every fight, never picked against him. But I gotta be honest. Against Francis or Stipe, that's a different fight, right? Going up in weight. So that Matt Hamill, uh Yeah, I know, I know. I was thinking about that yesterday. And I was thinking about how the twelve to six elbow is the worst rule in MMA. It's such a bad rule. You remember also, that fight though? I remember yes. it. And John Jones was celebrating doing like um cartwheels and yep. stuff. Like, yes, yeah, I got and this. And then the ref says the decision and Kevin says if Emmanuel tires Valentina because of double champ. That's a great actually that that trilogy fight is way more interesting to me than Jermaine three. I'd rather see Valentina three. Mm -hmm. Valentina should fight at one forty-five. Nunes retires just for my personal reason. Well, also, pretty much because I still think Valentina won the second fight. So for me, in That's my head, close. in my head, it's one-one. I want to see. I, know I want to see the third one as well. I think I had Amanda winning three to two in that first fight, but it was uh, very close. Let's go to Marcel's page. We'll pull up some fights. When we do this, Brandon, we don't like to give picks, but we do, you know, give some thoughts on these fights. These, these fights are months out from now, so we'll pull them up. A little bit of time here. Do Can that. I just okay? Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is for customers right now or anybody listening. Drukas Duplessis versus Trevin Jones. Drukas Duplessis is a plus one forty underdog. Get on him now. I've already Trevin Giles. You mean? Him. I think Trevin. Giles. I don't care how far away this is. I'm I'm all in on him at plus one forty. It's insane. Right. You meant, to say, you meant to say Trevin Giles, obviously, right? Or sorry, yeah. Trevin Giles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I yeah, think Marcel yeah, I mean, might know more about um, Drukas Duplessis than me, but he seems like the real deal, and I think he's going to go far in this sport. That's a. I haven't looked at that yet, but fair enough. I like the guy too. Um, Andrew says Valentina triple champ, maybe, but I think they'll get rid of one forty-five. Let's talk about some fights here. Oh, I forgot to pull it up. I got your page open, Marcel. Now, some of them I'm going to skip through, guys, because some of them are not great fights. Like this fight, you know, Nicholas Mata and Demir Hazovic. He was on Contender Series. Demir's been around for a while. It's interesting, I guess. Um, how about this one? Manel Cape stepping on two weeks' notice to fight Matthias Nicolau. Mm -hmm. His uh, girlfriend is in the UFC, too. I think her name is Gloria DePaul. Is that her name or something? Like that? No, Loana no, Pinero. Who's girlfriend? Oh, sorry. It's the girl she fought. My bad. I got them mixed up. They fought or something, right? Am I thinking, or they're both a Contender Series. Anyways, she's uh, – Do you want to fight? relationship with a fighter? 
Who has a relationship with an, of another fighter, you're saying? Matthias Nikolaou's uh, girlfriend's also in the UFC. I mean, he was in the UFC before. He's back now. Oh, okay. Uh, Marcel, what do you think on this uh, Starboy stepping in on two weeks' notice here? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a surprising matchup to me, man, because, yeah, yesterday he was still fighting Ulanbekov, right, uh, Nikolaou. Now he gets uh, – uh, is it Cape? Cap? I still don't know. Um, so um, – I wonder, man, because I really like Nicolau, you know. I think for many fans, uh, Manel is probably still the favorite. He was uh, also pretty much hyped in the in the Pantosha in the Pantosha fight, which I I pick Pantosha in this fight because I think Cab is a good fighter, but I'm still not sold on him at all. So um, we'll see. I think if it keep listen, if it, if it keeps standing, Cab has probably a, a, an advantage, but I think Nicolau will try to take this to the ground ASAP, and uh, I think he has the tools to keep him on the ground. So it's a, it's a fun matchup. Can go either way this one, and you don't want to give me my pick, so I won't. No, don't not yet. I mean, it's two it's two weeks out. We're gonna give our pick next week, Marcel. So actually, sorry, yeah. next Saturday, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah, I Cape. You yeah. know, for me, it's like Cape did had such a long layoff after Rising that that fight with Pantoja was like a. Um, good to have, even though he lost. The fact he went 15 strong was good. So I kind of like that here. And Nick Lau hasn't fought in a while. Last time he was in the UFC, he tested positive for steroids and got kicked out. So I'm really curious to see how he how he looks in his regional fights because I haven't seen them yet. But I will watch them before um, this one. Uh, but Brandon, any thoughts on this before we get to some other fights? Uh, yeah, I've already had parlays with Tagir, Yulam, Benkov. Oh, you had <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but this is a new matchup. I, I saw this yesterday, actually. I'm not going to lie. Um... Manel Cap, he showed a good showing of himself against Alexandre Pantoja. Honestly, I thought Pantoja won, but with judges, you never know these days. So I'm like, if Manel Cape wins, I'm not going to be like, wow, like that that's a robbery. Um, yeah, I think Manel, or sorry, we're not giving um, predictions, but yeah, this is a good scrap, man. Like Brazil versus... Uh, uh, the Brazilian coming back, wanting to make a re re resurgence in his career. Uh, yeah, this is a great, great uh, flyweight fight. I agree. Okay, let's see here. Kevin says, Izzy's 20. No, could be 30. Anyone else? Any other? I mean, there's some guys are like, Sean Brady, I think, is 14 or no. But there's really no one that's even close. Really. Is there anyone? Oh, Amazon. Still? Amazon. Amazon has the draw on his record, too. So I don't know. I mean, what? I don't, it's oh. not a lot. I'm sorry, who do you think? Oh, sorry, I think you asked Rob. Sorry, my, my apologies. Who, the who guy from Bellator is 25-0, and 0, I think. Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Yaroslav Amazov, yes. Yaroslav Amazov, I, I think, think is 25 and 0. 0, right? 25-0, and 0. he's amazing. I love him. Great, yeah. great call, great call. Uh, he also, this guy says, Drake is coming sloppy, be careful. So, And then uh, we got uh, Kevin saying, Marcel's IG page is the best resource. I agree. And he says, thanks, Marcel. Yeah, thanks, Marcel. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm so and happy I found you. Mar Marcus laughed about this one. He's like, the odds for the Spencer Wolf. I think it's going to be like minus 1,000, probably something like that. It's going to be a massive odds, like monumental. Let's go to some other fights here quickly. Um, I love this fight. Okay, did you see the picture I posted, Marcel, on the BJ Penn article? Did you see it? No, uh, no I don't think I did. I'll show you. Hold on. Yeah. Look at this picture, guys. Because I found this. No one. I, I I googled the fight the other day because I heard it rumored, and you know I was like, okay, so what is this? Is this actually happening? And then I found some. Uh, where is it? Type it in here. I saw some this really cool picture of uh, Cobin. My computer slows. Hell, right now. Ah. A cool picture because I think they've trained together and stuff. Here it is. Oh, 
They've trained together, I believe. Look at this. Look, see? Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah. they did some training. I saw this like on uh, from Facebook page when I was Googling the fight because yeah. I, I heard it rumored. So I was like, is this real? That's pretty cool, Marcel. So I love this fight. I mean, it's going to be a striker's delight. They're going to stand and trade. Uh, don't know. I mean, I think we both have a lean in this fight, guys. I think we all do. We all have the same lean, I'm assuming. But it's going to be a hell of a fight. What do you guys think? Uh, we'll start with Marcel. I love the fight, man. I uh, think um, um, Giga has looked great in the UFC so far, man. I think uh, many people were uh, questioning how, how good he was when he, when he got signed. I remember he, he had so, he had some uh, good good fights in kickboxing, I know. But uh, he lost to, um, I was to get a guy's name again on Dana White Contender, so who recently fought uh, Alex Casero. Austin Springer, you got submitted. Austin Springer, yeah. He yeah. got submitted, right. So... Um, he did great, man. I think his Morales performance was amazing his last time out, you know. And uh, Cup Swanson uh, back on track, two wins against uh, Pineda and against Kong Gracie. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, th this is this is pretty much to see for the UFC where Giga is right now, you know. Because if you beat a guy like Cup Swanson, you know, you can uh, you you can probably enter the top 15. You can try to get a, a top 15 guy. If you lose to Cubs once, you're still not there, I think. So this is pretty much for the UFC to see where Giga is and uh, where Cubs still is, you know, in his career right now. So a really, really fun fight. Looking yeah. forward to see what what's going to happen. And Adam is gone. <laughs> Adam left us. <laughs> yeah. I agree with everything you're saying, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Sorry, I was going to pull up the wrong... I, I pressed the wrong button. Like a dumbass. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I went to press this. Okay, so Kevin's asking about the DraftKings thing. Yeah, let's talk about this now. So, I don't. Did you see the news, Brandon, or no? Have you seen this or no? Yeah, I saw it this morning. Apparently, okay. five million dollars. No, no, I, uh, maybe, but I know that they said that they're going to give. Uh, I think it's more. No, it's more than that. But what did you say? Five billion? What did you say, Brandon? No, Sorry. five million. Like, um, no, it's more. I think it's three hundred and fifty million. It's a, oh, is it three hundred fifty? Yeah, million? yeah. I, had I think it. the UFC is getting a hundred million dollars out of this or something. They said it's nine figures, right? So it's wow. crazy. Yeah. I hope the fighters get a cut of this first off, but basically what's yeah, happening is this is great for us. And you got a, you got one of your boys in your bush life. My money's on brains, but yeah, I mean, they're great predictions. Um, Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, man, I think it's great because, you know, sports betting obviously getting more legalized now, but the, the, the sports book apparently is coming to Canada now, the DraftKings Sportsbook branding, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And we'll be able to play the app, um, I guess. But we already could do fantasy, but now we could use the, the sports book too, which is great. Uh, I think it's a great thing. And also, I don't know if you saw the news, Marcel, but they said they're going to really integrate this into the broadcast now. And there's a new countdown clock they're coming in on Saturday night. It's going to be like the 10-second mm -hmm. countdown that's going to have the DraftKings logo. And it's going to be like – like the fighters are going to know about it apparently. Like it's going to be very – they said the fighters will know when the 10 seconds are – like something, some DraftKings – something's going to happen. I know. It's crazy, right? Let me pull the article uh, up. And just to throw this out there, I was listening to the John Anik and Kenny Florian podcast. And if you sign up for DraftKings right now, if um, Israel Adesanya versus Jan, if they land a punch, you can bet a dollar on that to win a hundred dollars right now. They land and a that, punch. That just threw. That just confused me. I'm like, wait, land a punch? That's just free money. So that's what they're doing. If in the main event, if somebody lands a punch, you bet a dollar, you win a hundred. I see it here. People and you have to put the promo code Anik Florian or whatever. I the John Anik and Florian podcast. I guess you need to have it. I mean, I already have an account. I don't know if, I, if I'm able to. Cause that's I'm insane, assuming, though. That's just giving you free money. Right. Like, oh, we can't do it, though, dude, because it's in the sports book. We can't, we can't do it in Canada. It so. won't be for Canadian. Um, Not yet, but they said they're working on it, which is great news. I do want to pull up this article. Let's read this article together, okay? Let's pull this one up. 
I know you're not as much into the gambling thing as Marcel, but I think now that you're with us at Odds Breaker, you'll probably get into it a little bit more, I believe. So this is this is good for all of us. Um, it's interesting to me, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Even if you're not betting, it's still good to know the odds. Like, you know what yeah. I mean, Brandon? Like, I always mm-hmm. want to have the most knowledgeable of the fights. I want to know. I can't watch a fight. If I didn't know the odds, I wouldn't even watch a fight. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to know the odds, man. I like to guess what the odds are going to be. Of course. It's always fun. Let's read this. Okay, so he says uh, they did the licensing agreement. Look. The agreement grants drafting the right to be a UFC sponsor partner includes the right to license and countdown clock. Here it is. Here's the clock. So apparently the fighters will know about this. I guess they're going to put it in the cage oh. because they said that the fighters will see this. So this is good. Well, this be, is good. The yeah. fighters will know. They said we're tired of the fighters looking into the like into onto the uh, the jumbotron to look for the the time. We're going to have it in the cage now or something. So it's for the screen. But I also think they're attaching something to the cage because apparently the the fighters will know about it. That's what I read. Um, it's going to look at this. It's going to allow a fighter, the fighter and the fans, the ability to see the time left in a round in the way they haven't before. It's a big deal because it'll be integrating production technology. The fans and fighters will have the ability to see the countdown clock. That's incredible. This is amazing. I wonder what they're going to do. Like, are they just tying something to the fence or are they going to put like a digital clock or something? Like, what? what is it? Like, I don't get it. So I think it's cool. Kevin says, yeah, they'll uh, just edit it into the broadcast, I think. Yeah, and now that you know, I'm back with I'm working with Elite Fantasy now, so I'm doing the DraftKings breakdown, dude. I just wrote my breakdown for tomorrow's card, seven thousand words. I crushed it, bro. I the went through every fight with. Pardon? You're talking about your DraftKings insight? Yeah, my fantasy. It's seven. It, I went through every fight with the five thousand words. Yeah, it's five, it's like five hundred words though. to fight. I I I wanted to go through every fight with the five people. Even if I if I'm not right on these fights. I just knew that I did my. Re- I'm, I know that's, I'm doing my research at least. You know, man, that's a big props to you because that's so time consuming. I used to do it for every fight. It I'm is, like, bro, but it's my job, that. bro. I mean, it's my. I'm getting paid to do this too. I'm getting paid yeah, well. That, you know, so that's it's not a problem. really time consuming. Like, I really even, like. Yeah, I love my new job though. With them, um, I'm just so. Ba- I'm so glad I'm back doing fantasy because I think it's. I think it's the future. You know, Brandon. Um, I actually was the winner of the first ever uh, UFC DraftKings contest they had. UFC 182, John Jones uh, versus Cormier was the first one they ever did, and I won that one. I had let me pull the card up. It was UFC 182. Yeah, you obviously had John Jones. <laughs> I had John Jones. Let me. Well, I had. You, I had John I, Jones. Did you hear of a counter move or no? Yeah, I used to, dude. I used to work for counter move. What are you talking okay, about? I used to good. work for counter move and DraftKings. I worked for counter move and I played to them. And I used to win so much money on, dra- on counter move. Counter move was counter move, bro. It was my favorite thing ever. It was my favorite thing. Now, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I used to write articles for them like years ago. Um, looking at the 182 card, you know what my, you know what I had for my my six guys? It was John Jones, uh, Donald Cerrone, Brad Tavares, Paul Felder, Cody Garbrandt, and Sean Jordan. That that was my what team. a lineup! Holy shit! Sean Jordan's the only one that's like out of it now, but I know he got the third candy near heavyweight in that fight. <laughs> at the time, he was I think he was coming off a win over someone. Was it Derek Lewis? Maybe he might knocked off. Uh, yeah. Well, who did he beat in that fight that you bet him on? Um, he beat Jared Cannonier. So. Oh wow! Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was a while ago. Anyways, that was a, that was a really good night for me. But it's been it's been mm-hmm. years. But I love counter move personally. Marcel, mm-hmm. do you play fantasy a little bit? Like, uh, no. Did you ever play counter move? Not at all. You ever played counter move? Also, not at all. You ever no. heard of it? It's probably a good no. thing. <laughs> Never heard of counter move? Oh man, counter move no. is awesome, dude. Okay. I'm proud. I'm proud to say I used to work for them, bro. You know, uh, Christy there was a great great person. You know they got bought out by uh, they Draft. got bought out by by DraftKings. They made a shitload of money, bro. They made so much money, dude. I was they so mad they bought out because yeah, I just love their platform, and I was I was banking every week. I know, know it's I hard it on DraftKings. It's a lot tougher. The the it is hard. The, uh, it's hard. the player pool is a lot larger. 
This was, this was counter move. Oh, that's nostalgic right there. I used to write for them for I wrote for them for I played I was a player for like a few years. Then I started writing and then anyways, that's that's all I was gonna say for that. Um we got like a few minutes left. Just gonna pull back Marcel's page, look at some other things, but I wanted to talk about the <clears throat> the Carlos Felipe versus Jake Collier fight. Yeah, that you know what that's right here. That's Let's a good matchup, man. You like the fight? Yeah, I mean they're both like bigger dudes that well, I, are looking I, better. I, I right? have a heavy lean against one person, so I'm hoping the odds aren't like crazy. <laughs> I assume that you don't you're not a fan of Collier, I guess, or, or I'm just a huge or... fan of Carlos Felipe. I think he oh, can yeah. go really far. Like I know Marcel uh, is pretty close with him, I believe. You broke some news yesterday, Marcel. I didn't break this fight, by the way, but uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I did my research and uh, I, I asked if he had something signed, and he didn't have at the moment oh. when I asked. And ten minutes later, it came on, and then he had it signed. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you, you had him signing the new contract, but they, it was Kombachi had the fight. You're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it. He's. Uh, I always have to laugh when when he wins. The way he react reacts to the cameras all the time. He's kind of crazy. Joker. He's definitely a joker. What's some other ones? <laughs> I did lose money on that John Volante fight. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I like this girl a lot, Manon Firo. I'm very Me high too. on her. What do you think oh, of her? Yeah. yeah. So the this French. Is a, yeah, this is a good fight. Belgium, I think, right? Belgium, Marcel, or a French man? She's French. She French. Okay, sorry guys. Um, and, and she should be undefeated still, man. I should know that. Oh, Why? What Leo, was their one loss? Menon? Leah McCourt in a debut fight for Case. Oh, yeah. Decision. It was a split? Yeah, I think it was. I was live there, but she won that fight, man. And they're both good. What are, well, this is a weird one, right? What, Jim was supposed to fight Bobby Bobby Green. And Bobby Why Green's did they have to do this to Jim Miller? Why? I don't get this fight. It's a terrible matchup for him, right? <laughs> I mean, you could, get, you could choke this guy out, I guess, but like, it's pretty bad, right? Like a Why? young killer. Joe Selecki. Like, okay, well, Joe Selecki's not like he can lose, can't he? I mean, it's not, he's at 10-2. You know, it's a step up for him, too. Why but, can't Jim Miller fight Tony Ferguson? Yeah, Jim is. Like, I love that's Jim. Actually, like, that's possible, man. Like, give him a payday. Jim Miller has paid his dues. Give him a fucking payday. No, this fight is sick, guys. This is a these are two tanks here. Uh Korean oh, yeah. Korean Khabib against uh Tafana Chuku is just insane. Marcel, thoughts on this fight? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Tafon is a beast, man. I think uh, definitely now he's at middleweight even. He's from light everybody going to middleweight. He's going to do some stuff over there, I think. And uh, John Young Park, yeah, he dominated John Phillips, but to be really <laughs> honest, who doesn't, you know? So, um, yeah, Alan Amadowski doesn't. Sorry, uh, Al Zalino, if you're, look, if you're watching. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Tafan is is a really really great prospect here. I think he's really good, and John Young Park is a fun fighter, one hundred percent. But man, this is a tough task, man, to go against Tafan and Chakri. I think. Yeah, this is a tough fight. Mark I'm on the Tafan train. This is all, yeah, me too. I like him a lot. This is a weird fight too because I was going to mention this, Adam. I was going to tell you that we should talk about this one. I like Santos a lot as a fighter, man. I'm very high in her. Um, Roxanne's obviously got the experience. She's beaten a lot of good fighters, but, uh, you know, not to make a pick by any means, just two months away, but, you know, Santos is definitely going to be the favorite in this fight, I would say, right, Brandon? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping like minus 200. You might get a decent like, liner. I don't know if people know how good she actually is yet. So, 
Yeah, maybe we should keep it on. Like, Roxanne's got this. Let's, let's spread the word. Roxanne's going to win this, guys, right? <laughs> Marcel, put like, the record where people believe you. I mean, Roxanne was, was the underdog against Antonina Shevchenko, I think, and against Macy Baba, mm -hmm. right? So <laughs> they'll call Condor out. And against I would Andrew... take Santos versus both those opponents, though. And against Andrea Lee, too. Sure. Against Andrea Lee, she was a dog, right? So Yeah. Luis Pena and Alexander Munoz. Uh, I like that's Pena, a, man. That's a fun fight. I feel bad for this guy because he had that fight to – Paired, uh, scrapped in the last minute, Marcel. So that really sucks. Yeah. Then, Nasrat, right? Here's your boy, Jimmy Flick. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah. So, like, man, are you guys. Are you, Submission of the year, 2020. You guys are close or what? Like, you know Jimmy or. Brandon. Pardon? You know, you said you know Jimmy or something you're telling me? Uh, yeah. Well, we just. I just talk about him, talk to him about future fights. He's, he actually gambles too. So. Right, right, yeah, right. I, I just like to uh, get his opinion on fights, and I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm assuming he bet on himself in his last fight. You know, this is a different fight. I mean, Figueredo is – it's not – he's not – listen, Francisco's not as good as Davison, but he's still good, man. He won his debut. All right, let's get out of here, though. He could I, be I, an underdog in this fight, to be honest. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. I like Jimmy, though. Don't get me wrong. He's amazing, man. I yeah, mean, he, if he's plus 120, plus 125. Yeah. Let's get – we some last – these are last questions we'll take for today. They also said Brett uh, Duplessis shouldn't be that big of a dog. Daniel Edwards doctor. knows. There you go. I gotta look into it more, but I think you're probably right with that. When I get these last two questions here, have you heard any rumors on who Wonderboy Gilbert and Colby will fight next? Haven't heard anything. Marcel heard anything? No, I know Gilbert wants to come back as soon as possible, but he said to me that the UFC wants him to fight in June or July. Let's get him a break because he could have a beating in the fight. Uh, Tyler says last month for the UFC. This is a great question. Great question, Tyler. You know your stuff, man. Uh, he says last month for the UFC Reebok. What do you guys think uh, with Venom? Will they keep the uniform standard? Will they open up? The Fighters to have more input. I think they said they were going to do make it more personalized. I I gotta be honest, bro. I I uh, I miss the old days. I miss the bad boy shorts. I miss the the Venom shorts. I miss all that stuff, man. I miss the uh, even the sponsorships and stuff, Condom Depot and and all that stuff. You know, it's like I, I kind of miss that stuff. I like the individuality of uh, you know guys like Chuck Liddell that had the Ice Band shorts or Tito Ortiz with the Flame shorts. I miss that stuff. I think the Reebok stuff's really boring, and I hope the the Reebok things or the Venom deal is not so standardized. I hope they do give them some more. Like personality, what do you think, Marcel? They're probably gonna cut a promo for the Reebok to thank them for a great, uh, a great. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, Run great, yeah, in the UFC and thank you for everything. They're gonna cut that promo that they could have cut for Junior De Santos and Alistair Overeem, you know. But they're gonna cut that for Reebok. I yeah. mean, the Reebok thing is boring as hell, like you said. The only thing that only was funny is when they announced it when they came with Rebecca Rawlings and Gibbler Melendez and Jose Anderson Aldo Jr. Uh, da Silva or whatever. I mean that was fun, but I mean, do you do you really really saw somebody wanting the Reebok gear? I mean that is only the I, I mean just those uh, those fighter things, the Reebok where the name is on. Reebok. I mean that's not even popular. I always say to fighters when they uh, when I talk to certain fighters, it's like. Why you don't come with an, with an own T-shirt design, you know? And you just sell that on wherever, you know, on your website, on your socials, man. I mean, if you're a popular fighter, why why would you let your fans buy re a Reebok thing for ninety dollars or something? Yeah, man? no, I you're mean, right. That's just that's a waste of money. Just make your own money, do some own stuff, and uh, make your fans happy, make yourself happy. You know? Yeah, that's it. Anyways, um, great point, Marcel. But that we we've ran out of time here, so you guys can really just quickly plug your stuff. If you're welcome to, Brandon, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at MMA Wagers, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I just uh, made a partner with jazzsportsbook.ag. 
Um, they have a huge uh, promo code this week. You can use MMAW as the promo code, MMAW. And, uh, yeah, you'll get all the perks. Um, if you do lose, they offer a 25% uh, money back yep. uh, for the first or second time you bet. And, uh, yeah, there's more perks. Uh, just contact me if you need any more information. Marcelo. And thank you, Adam, for this show. I, I, I fucking love being on here. And yeah, man. Thanks, for, having, you, like, thanks for coming on, man. Me. Marcel, you can follow him on Twitter at BigMarcel24. And we announced last week we're going to make a change of the time going forward. But start next week is still the same, 10 a.m. next week. I'll be back on Tuesday. Enjoy UFC 259, everyone. Make some money. Talk to you on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, not Tuesday. I'll be here on Monday at 10 a.m., guys. Marcel, yeah. excuse me. Monday at 10 a.m., Marcel.